Hi, my name is Alexandra Spitzöhner. I'm a professor at Humboldt University and I'm the deputy director of the Rockwell Foundation Berlin Institute here in Berlin. I'm a labor economist interested in the changing nature of work brought about by technological changes, globalization and demographics, among other things. Alexandra, what project particularly are you pursuing at this foundation? So one of uh, my projects at the foundation is about how basically machines and workers interact in the workplace. So I'm using high quality worker level data to investigate how the nature of work is, has changed in recent decades. And I'm taking a long term perspective. And so the data that I'm using gives me on the one hand information about what workers do on the job. And on the other hand, I also know what type of technologies they are actually using. And so I can relate one side with the other to find out how technology impacts on the type of jobs that people do and the type of tasks that they are doing in the workplace. When economists talk about technology, it can mean a lot of things. What are we talking about here? Empirical working economists always depend on what the data set provides in terms of technology. And so uh, with the German data here at hand, we are actually in a fortunate position because it has a long-term perspective. So it already starts at the end of the 1970s, beginning of the 1980s, where mm -hmm. I can look into how computers at the time changed the demand for labor and what people do on the job. And then we can also go further into more recent times. So, for example, when robots were introduced in the 1990s or even more recently with the advent of artificial intelligence and how this will change the demand for labor. This is all that we can cover with this data. So, yeah, here I'm actually looking at very specific technological changes that have evolved over time. And I can investigate how these changes in technology over time then impact on the demand of labor. Yes. What sort of questions do you think you'll be able to answer? On the one hand, uh, what type of tasks get automated? I think that got a lot of attention. Also in the public press, there was a lot of coverage of uh, fear about technology, that there is disappearing work. But similar actually to like what we have seen in history, there are very little signs about disappearing work. In contrast, it's even the case that uh, most industrialized countries, uh, including Germany, for example, have unprecedented high levels of employment. And so the fears did not materialize, at least not uh, until now. But what we do see is that this nature of work, that has changed dramatically. So people do totally different tasks than they did do, for example, 40 years ago. We have new jobs that arrive. The quality of jobs has also changed over time. And so there is a lot of challenges for the workers on the one hand, because they have to adjust. And this is also where kind of retraining and reskilling of workers might come in on the other side. But it's also challenging for firms. If they want to reap the full benefits of technological changes, they have to make sure that the machine worker interactions uh, works well. And so it's not just a one, one sided uh, road. It has many, many nuanced uh, challenges that the different parties have to take into account. How did you get into this, Alexandra? Why does this interest you in particular? 
Well, I actually started out as an economist who was interested in industrial organization. So I basically came from the perspective of the firm and uh, starting from the profit maximizing maxim to start with. When you dig a little bit deeper, you see that a firm is just an entity with many uh, partners and maybe the most important resources of firms are actually the workers. I started to get more interested in how the labor market side of this works. And then the combination of technology and the labor market is the natural next step uh, from this. As you pointed out, this is something that people worry about a great deal. Will they be replaced? What's the future for our children at work? Can we still earn money? From what you have seen, what is the possible best case and well, what's the worst case? What is now clear, I think the best scenario and the hope is that technology will be implemented fast enough to actually help to counterbalance the issues of demographic changes, uh, the baby boomers going into retirement and issues of labor scarcity. Here, technology and the potential productivity increasing effect of technology, of course, have a huge upside. And so this is what I think will be stressed more in the future. The, the downside I see at the moment is that implementing technology in a way that it's actually really reaping all the productivity benefits that it suggests from the onset is a difficult task. And it evolves many different spheres of policies. It's not only about digitalization, which is typically, at least in Germany, part of the Ministry of Economic Affairs. It's actually also an issue of uh, education. And I think I'm coming back to this issue that there's machine human being interaction. And only if both sides work well together, then we can reap the potential benefits of the interaction. And so education policy also needs to be part of this and not only reskilling and retraining the the workers that are now in the workplace. It's also about the future of our children that education early on takes this into account. Do you think that you can influence the policymakers? My task as a researcher is to provide the research and to also uh, show in a causal way. I, I think what we focus at the Institute on is causal analysis so that we can really identify the factors that are influencing certain types of outcomes and that this is my main task. Well, good luck with your work, Alexandra. Thank you. <laughs>